With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast by Cupco. And today, again, I have Andy and Chris by my side, and we're going to unsuck your social media. That's right. We're going to do that right now. Let's do it. And today, we're going to talk about trends in 2021. We're going to see into the future. Maybe this is a New Year's episode. We're we should have had it. we should have had like a crystal ball here that was glowing. Oh, yeah, and then we and the smoke machine again. And the smoke. And the smoke. But nobody's seen the smoke machine yet. But uh, that's coming out. That episode is still in the uh, works. Well, yeah. let's just uh, ease into it. Should we I jump mean, into it? Yes. Trends for twenty twenty one. Hit us. Hit what's us. the What's the first question? Let's, what do you want to know? We always start by looking a little bit back, right? Because we we take a lot of things from our learnings. Okay. So, what trends have we seen shape the social media landscape? so far in 2020 like what's hot do you think uh there was a bit of a global pandemic i don't know if you saw that nope <laughs> <laughs> but that <laughs> that really shaped a lot of stuff i'd say yeah i'd say that was the main <laughs> driver of a lot of digital innovation and social media innovation this past year i think that we saw brands get on board with more user generated content brands get on board with more Low-fi content, that's a new sort of term that's been popping up. The low-fidelity content, using more of the phone footage because no big productions were done. So I think that really shaped some things. And then people had time to spend more time on social media. So they just literally were scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So yeah. that was a, that was what really... Uh, but I can't think of any other major trends last year that that really like exploded. Oh, Andy's got some. <laughs> of course, Andy's got some. No, I mean, um, I think, uh, as you mentioned, the pandemic kind of overwrote all the forecasts for mm. 2019 mm. and maybe a little bit all the forecasts for 2020 and 21 and ongoing as well, because I think the pandemic kind of accelerated uh, a lot of uh, consumer behavior shifts yeah. that were uh, kind of happening. More shopping online. Yeah, more shopping yeah. online. E-commerce is uh, yeah. living. Uh, and breathing well, very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm even thinking about starting a dropshipping business. So, you know. <laughs> Side business. Uh, yeah, like do that in your own time. <laughs> but uh, but basically, I think one of the interesting things um, that I that I could see is um, the accelerated um, behavior towards digitalization. Mm-hmm. I think um, since we were all kind of locked up in our own spaces, we were kind of forced to use digital platforms and tools mm. to. Um, kind of substitute our otherwise offline interactions and this kind of forced people to kind of um, you know get familiar with tools and and platforms um in a i don't know kind of enforced but still faster way yeah i think it also unleashed a lot of creativity yeah i think a lot of people were like maybe being on the fence about being a content creator and then because they had so much time in their hands they're like hey actually maybe i like doing this and so there's a lot more creators that sort of like just popped out, um, creating cool comedy, music, art, uh, skits, um, you know, using the social tools that are available now and have been for a while to just create content. And that yeah. kind of exploded. So yeah. that's, yeah. What do you predict for 2021 then with all these uh, new op- options that's coming up for the users? Right. Hmm. 
Can I go first? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the things that we could already see um, booming this year mm -hmm. and will um, go even crazier heights um, next year, I think, is short form video. Mm -hmm. um, we could see that TikTok is basically winning over the, the social space. And uh, as you mentioned, all creators are just popping up everywhere around the world. And um, what's easier to do than a short form video? Uh, right. I mean, for, for most of us, it's not easy because you have to be really snappy. You have to have like a really on point um, kind of uh, script to do it. But yeah. uh, it's also sort of easy and uh, kind of low fidelity, as yeah. you mentioned as well. So I think that's kind of like um, a trend that is going to be huge in 2021. Yeah. And we could kind of see uh, it being shaped in 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think also what's interesting about TikTok in general, I know like a lot of people will talk about TikTok. I've got something on my microphone here. Um, I think a lot of people use TikTok as, as a clear example of what's going on in the social space in general. But I mean, I think what it's done is it's kind of given permission to people to express themselves mm -hmm. in much bigger ways, right? Like the whole dancing trend on TikTok, people that would never dance in public normally are essentially dancing in public mm -hmm. on TikTok. And I think that's a really interesting thing. Like we've had even big brands that you would think have no business doing a dance on TikTok, being like, hey, should we do a dance on TikTok? <laughs> and it's like, okay, then the whole mindset has shifted, right? And yeah. I think that's the biggest uh, opportunity or the biggest thing that I see right now is that the mindset towards, can we show a softer side? Can we show a more interesting side mm -hmm. on our social media? And I think brands are going to be doing that. So, yeah. yeah. How does it fit from a marketing, pr marketing perspective? I mean... We talk about, Andy, you mentioned uh, short form video, right? But Facebook kind of still promotes, the algorithm kind of still promotes longer form videos, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Like Facebook is definitely leaning towards that. They want longer content because they want to compete with, with YouTube. But I think, uh, yeah, I think that they're going to have to adapt even again towards yeah. more shorter form, right? And I think I, I think they will eventually. But mm -hmm. um, you kind of have to keep in mind when thinking about different platforms that their demographics are also different and their user group is different. So um, the audience of Facebook is primarily uh, probably a bit um, older or um, let's say a bit like um, further back in the adoption curve. Mm -hmm. And... Um, don't forget about that. Facebook and Instagram are the same company and Instagram mm. just rolled out reels and are going super hardcore on promoting yeah. it. Now in, it's basically in the center of your, uh, mm. of your new Instagram layout. So yeah. I think Facebook is definitely on track towards shorter, uh, short form video. Yeah. They really see Instagram as their sort of not dark yeah. horse, but their horse in that race yeah. because they need something. Cause I don't think Facebook is geared towards that sort of short form content anymore. No but definitely Reels is on Instagram. So, And I think that brands that have already been, I think brands are also going to use Reels on Instagram as a stepping stone to TikTok, those that are not prepared to go full in. At least that's mm -hmm. what we've seen. Like the more you know, old school conservative brands are more like, yeah, we'll do Reels and then let's talk about TikTok in a year or two. Why or do you think it's easier to onboard Reels rather than TikTok? They have a platform there and I think they also like most have a, something there already. And I think it's it's just Reels is maybe the more older brother, even though it came later, mm. but it's sort of like the more, I'd say, appropriate 
sort of place for brands versus TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't feel it's as young of an audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the sentiment yeah. around Reels is just completely different than TikTok. Yeah. It also doesn't have the TikTok cults and uh, the culture of TikTok. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it has the Instagram culture much more, which is much more about, you know, praising each other, kind of being like, more very positive. positive yeah why tiktok yeah. is this like really more harsh comedy. reality comedy yeah. um sort of sometimes mean sarcastic mm. um but again yeah. very honest and unfiltered yeah so i think from a trend standpoint you're going to see brands jumping much much more into instagram reels short form interesting funny entertaining content cool yeah so we do a lot of video at Cupco, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, can you guys, without sharing any deep company secrets, like uh, do some prediction predictions on uh, 2021? Like uh, how, how do you imagine we will go strategy-wise? On the video mm -hmm. side? On the video side. I think that all brands want, and we've talked about this before, all brands want to scale their content. And like I mentioned also earlier about what really hit us during Corona was the lo-fi content. Mm -hmm. So almost every brand we're talking with wants phone footage mobile phone footage is the the king at this point right so i really think that that is a big area that almost every brand is looking at how do they do more of this uh, and that also comes with like filming guides and things to help teach their own people internally mm -hmm. how to actually film stuff so you're actually like have a lot of brands turning their employees into content creators yeah. mm -hmm. or their stakeholders into content creators and i think that's a massive trend that if you're a brand and you're not already on track to create this sort of this team of content creators with your existing employees, you're probably going to miss out on huge opportunities, right? Yeah. So even like in your R&D department or in your marketing team or any teams that you have, you should be arming them with decent cameras, de decent phones and saying, hey, document that meeting about that project that we're going to launch in a year and a half because I want footage from the initial meeting where we sat down and started brainstorming because we're going to use that in something in the future, right? Mm -hmm. So I think from a video perspective, brands are just jumping headfirst into video more. Um, they're bringing a lot of internal people in mm. to do it and they are they should be activating their yeah. current teams. And they can always hire a good post-production company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's also, it's a very good point, you, because I think that we're definitely seeing that a lot of yeah. our clients are just sending us footage. We didn't shoot it. We had a hand in the strategy and how to do it. Mm -hmm. And then they're just sending it to us and we're cutting it up. And I think you're going to see more and more relationships like that. Yeah. 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 I completely agree with that. I think there is a huge potential in um, actually empowering your internal stakeholders and also um, other people who are in touch with your brand, even your, uh, even your consumers, for example, or your buyers. You can just put out some um, some stickers, for example, or some different tools and templates, even on your brand page, right. to kind of empower them to create that um, to to create content actually. So this way, you can have like an easier way um, when it comes to user generated content sourcing. Mm -hmm. um, and that could, I think, that will be interesting to see in the future how how major brands. I can already see like some of the brands that are on the forefront of like utilizing social media in creative ways doing it. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how other brands who are maybe a bit more classical yeah. um, will start leaning towards, um, you know, utilizing more and more UGC and then yeah. also um, kind of empowering users to create that UGC. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely seen the rise of Instagram stickers. Mm. 
and other sticker type of things. Um, we've done Giphy projects for clients and the, the growth there is just insane. Like how much activity you can actually get from providing your fans and your employees and your stakeholders with uh, elements of creativity that they can use like GIF stickers, like AR filters, like templates, like you said. And I think what's going to be the challenge for brands, and I also see the software side of things on this, and that's where things are getting interesting, is that there's software that's popping up that's able to recognize branded materials within video mm -hmm. and brand mentions within audio so that when you're using that UGC or you want to get into it, you've got tools that will actually scan the web, scan social channels for your brand and your content being used so that you can start creating these repositories of UGC, you can start actually diving into, okay, what's out there for us to get into? Because if someone shares a video and they're like showing off their new Nikes and you have no way of knowing that, then mm. you can't, unless they tag you in it, which some don't, then you have no way of knowing that sort of, that they've done that. So there's a lot of tools that are popping up to help uh, people do that. And also there's a lot of tools that are helping brands uh, search videos like uh, there's an app that I use called uh, Quick, which is a sort of a subtitling and and I would say even a little bit of an editing program for videos for social. And one of the tools they just released is that they um, if you if you're using your if you're uploading all your videos to the thing, you can actually search it now for particular phrases wow. because it's automatically transcribing your videos. So if you wanted to search for social media trends 2020 or social mm -hmm. media trends 2021 in this video or Instagram, if we load this video up, it'll actually give me all the sections where I manage what I, where we say Instagram, and then you can go in and make other clips out of it. So that's also popping up where brands are going to be able to go into a huge library of all their content and say, okay, we need something on X. Yeah. And then just do a search because it's all cataloged. Mm. Oh, it's got this piece and this piece. And then they can start clipping together old content and put out new content. Yeah. So remixing content will be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Because now we're at a place where we have tons of video footage and footage from mm. all sorts of stuff for yeah. many, many years of, of making stuff. The trick is how do you catalog it and how do you like use it for the future? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's actually super interesting to see like a lot of stuff that we been already doing for most of 2020 or even for some of 2019 is actually kicking in now and it's being adapted in like a much broader uh, sense yeah is, stuff that it, we've been doing for a long time to see that? yeah i think it's really funny to see the stuff that we've done like in the past is now like the norm yeah. or now like super popular um for we're just ahead of the game dude what can i say <laughs> <laughs> We got a now we're only now we're behind the game. We better get our <laughs> shit together for the next uh, two years. But it's progressing really quickly, like really fast. All these kind of new trends, especially due to out uh, unpredictable factors like the pandemic, right? Like uh, now we see a lot of, and you mentioned we use a lot of uh, digital communication mm -hmm. because we are required to be more online. Do you guys, uh, it's maybe a loaded question, but do you guys imagine any new platforms that could, that brands could tap into? Mm, I mean, yeah, like that's a loaded Chris, question. Yeah, and Chris mentioned <laughs> some stickers and whatsoever, I don't know. I mean, I don't actually, I don't actually foresee any like huge platforms coming up other than uh, some of the TikTok competitors mm -hmm. from earlier this year who kind of popped up. Um, 
what I see is actually rather that the main uh, players of the game, such as Facebook and Instagram and so on, Twitter, will actually um, further increase their efforts towards adoption. And I think they will be the ones who are going to ride the wave because they have the capacity to mm -hmm. adopt and, yeah. and, and move on with the changes yeah. fast enough. I mean, you mentioned game, and that's I'm going to hang on that word because I think that gaming is just mm. insane right now. And I think it is a social platform. And yeah, I think that you're going to see that that's going to morph much, much more into social and beyond just playing a game, but just conversing and being in that world. And I think you're going to see a lot of brands say, hey, we want a piece of that. Mm. How can we get involved in gaming in a bigger way? And how do we use that as a social channel? Because I think you'll see that. I think you'll see the CEO of mm. some big company on Twitch conversing with people and playing a mm. game. And that will be an everyday occurrence yeah, yeah in and the you future, can hear right? you can hear more about that in our other episode about gaming and streaming <laughs> yes that's right it's a throwback this is good you'll hear that in the playstation episode with dia madsen we talk about uh, social gaming and how big it is and i think it's uh it can't be ignored i don't know if it's going to be as big in 2021 is it i think it's probably two years out but i think it we're going to see more and more uh, games being a platform or a channel mm. for brands. For example, digital clothing, digital goods within gaming is going to be massive. And we're going to see people like selling and buying things through these systems yeah. in a bigger way in the next few years. So, I mean, uh, probably you don't know this about me, but I'm a huge gamer. Some <laughs> sometimes I'm trying, I'm trying to leave it. You have time to game. Behind. What do you game? <laughs> a lot of things. Okay. Uh, I'm actually trying to leave uh, my PlayStation now um, for good. Really? Uh, yeah, probably because it has like a really bad effect on my productivity. But um, I'm really into gaming. You're getting a divorce actually, with your PlayStation? Yeah, uh, next year maybe when I have some <laughs> more free time again. But um, but it's huge, and I think what you're what you're saying is definitely true because I'm actually one of the Twitch consumers who's like sometimes if I have some time or or in the morning I I do watch someone playing I don't know Assassin's Creed, uh, Valhalla or something like that. And um, however, I'm still like kind of like a lurker. So I'm just there and like kind of listening to it while I'm taking a shower or something. And sometimes I'm just like checking out a game that I'm like thinking about buying or something. Right. But I definitely see that like in the chat um, panel, like there is like some real conversation happening real time. There is a, a really alive community at yeah. most major streamers. And what I can also see is that these streamers are actually moving towards more mainstream things. And I think another another trend that we can see maybe towards um, towards the platforms is that I think the um, the lines between platforms and, and niches and uh, and categories will kind of just get smudged, you know, a bit or blurred, let's say, mm. because I think um, gamers are now moving into lifestyle and then otherwise mm -hmm. lifestyle creators are now moving into TikTok and then, you know, everybody's just migrating and mm. diversifying. So I think it's really interesting to see. Yeah, it is becoming, I guess you could say that social is the culture, like yes. social media is the, the sort of red thread through all of these things. So I would say that, and then you would say gaming is also a huge cultural thing now. So it's, it's kind of all smushed together now. And, and yeah. I think that you're going to see these big platforms really try to keep up with the gaming things like Twitch and 
then you'll see i think facebook has facebook been facebook gaming launched yeah yeah like that's a clear example of them just trying to and facebook i think is fast followers with almost everything so you're going to see you're always going to see solutions that are on certain platforms go throughout sort of facebook and i think the other platform prediction that i made and people have been making this for years so i'm not new to the game this but others have been saying and i and i firmly believe this that messenger or SMS, which is old school, but mm. the sort of more messaging type of solution is going to pick up much, much more. I mean, internally here, we only, we use a ton of Slack messaging to communicate. Email is, we try not to email each other because sometimes you just need a quick message. And I think brands are also gonna have that sort of discussion board yeah. messaging with their fans mm -hmm. and, and it'll be much easier to communicate and have that conversation versus just being a publisher, publishing out stuff all the time. I think that's uh, that's slowly going away and it's gonna be more, you know, more conversational. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Chatbots are the future. Chatbots, well, not even just chatbots, but just like connecting to the brand in that way. So like, like conversational it, marketing. Yeah, and I think community management, we do a ton of community management here. And I think that what we've noticed is how valuable that is to fans and to people who just wanna reach out and touch somebody like that sounds a little dirty <laughs> they, they just want somebody on the other line versus mm -hmm. a you know a call center or something like that or they just you know i mean all of us yearn a little bit for human connection now as we get more into these social tools and i think that's one of the aspects that's allowing that is that messenger sort of instant communication sort of thing definitely yeah do you guys have any uh tips and tricks how to stay on top of these trends since they are so fast evolving. First, I have to kill this fruit fly. We always have these fly fruit flies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bananas we get. I mean, uh, tips on, on which we talked about a bunch of trends now. Uh, but I think nope. I think one tip mm -hmm. uh, from me is, um, or something that I typically like to do, is always pay attention to consumer behavior shifts. Because that's what's going to really shape trends in 2021. It's not in the other way around. So it's not really like we are shaping the trends. The trends are shaping what we kind of have to keep up with. Um, so just think about like what the pandemic resulted in. Like um, it sped up um, digitalization. There are new global communica uh, communities. Um, people are much more open um, for uh, online activism. Um, everybody stood behind um, causes such as the uh, Black Lives Matter one. Um, and, and all this is happening. And I think it's really interesting to see um, how this is going to actually further expand in 2021. And I think if you really want to like tap into the trends mm -hmm. and stay on top of them, just keep the consumer behavior always on, on, uh, on top of your mind. Yeah. I like you're taking it from a marketing aspect. I'm going to take it from more of like an organizational business aspect, which is... I think that what I'm seeing or that what I think is is super vital and will be for the next decade at least is that speed is key. And we're just noticing like everything is getting faster and trends are coming and going faster and everything is moving faster and faster and faster. And I think that if you, everything that your organization does should be about speed, should be how do we get faster? If we're just doing things to do the status quo or if we're just, if we're looking at this new activity or this new project, 
and it's not about how do we increase the speed on this, then I think you're missing the boat. And I think that's the biggest thing I could say is that how do you, everything that you look at, every new project, every new thing, hey, we want to, you know, go on TikTok. The get-go shouldn't be, should be, of course, about what should we post there and stuff like that. But it should be, okay, but how do we do this at speed? How do we do this now, not, you know, do a three-month study on it and then find out we want to do it. It should always be about how do we do this now? How do we get started now? How do we do this? And I, I think that's the biggest tip I have because you're going to miss the boat. There's too many things. There's too much innovation. You just got to get in, figure out what works, and iterate on it. And if, you know, it fails, then you fail fast and you can move on to the next thing and learn as you go. Definitely. So speed is key. Keep increasing it. Put the pedal down and just go. What about from a marketing, no, sorry, brand perspective? Like, do, do you guys think every brand should just tap into whatever trend there is and uh, be the fastest at everything and just get out there as soon as possible? Or what do you think, uh, how, do, how, do, how do brands utilize this? I think actually for brands, um, depending on your brand personnel. So um, if you have like a top-notch CMO, go with it, go with hunches, go with instinct. Um, but if you don't, then sometimes it's better if you wait a bit, because for example, again, back to what happened with the pandemic, uh, with the pandemia is, you know, we could see that, um, some brands waited out for maybe a week or two, and then they came out with something that was like a winning creative and kind of laid into the, um, kind of laid into the social conversation that was by then kind of expanded kind of, um, you know, already going on its own and they could just kind of lay into it while some other brands try to um, rush into it, um, address the pandemia right away. And, and, and most, most of them actually kind of failed with that, with that because there were just like, there was just not enough, there was just not enough information to build on, I think. Right. Um, but there is one or a few trends that I can see already that can be like very interesting for, uh, for brands. And one of this is actually this increasing um, sense of um, intimacy in the feed. I think people with the with actually the way how digitalization is proceeding, I think are finding new and new ways to show their human side in the feed on across different social media channels. And I think uh, brands should definitely um, follow along. Be more human. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that trend's been coming for a long time, and I don't think everybody's nailed it right. But yeah. You asked the question if I think that brands should be just like hopping on trends and being mm. on the bandwagon. I, I agree with you. Like it's not going to be every single brand that can. It really depends on who they are and what they do. But I think that what we've seen is that it doesn't have to be this big thing. So, for example, um, I don't know if you remember when uh, Elon Musk revealed the the Cybertruck. Yeah. And then there was a lot of memes about it and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, and some, I think it was... Uh, was it it was denny's which is a diner in yeah. the in the u.s they're like oh we just released our diner truck and it was the cyber truck with like D denny's logo and stuff like that on it like how could we not know that this was coming out the same day <laughs> <laughs> that's cool and like that is cool and it, all it is is a small social media post that says mm -hmm. hey we're in the culture as well we we are with you eye level looking at the same things enjoying the same content the same cultural aspects that everybody is enjoying and we have a little part in that 
And it doesn't have to be this big strategy and this, oh, but should we, obviously if it's like something about that's political or something that's like Black Lives Matter or something that's hardcore, you know, about your company values, you have to know what you're doing there. I mean, mm. Nike took almost what, six months to a year before the Collar and Kaepernick thing came out. So they took their time in understanding what are we about and how do we communicate in this? So you can do that, but the thing is, is that it, that's much more difficult. What I'm talking about is more like little things mm. that come up, little cultural aspects. Like there was this moving company that that before the election did an ad about, you know, need help moving and then they parked the truck out front of the White House. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's like that's brilliant. Like that's a that's a captured moment in time where you can go, okay, it's cultural, I get it, it's funny, and that's the best kind of advertising you can do is when you're actually like in the world and and experiencing it just like everybody else. So I would say like, yeah, get into that, see what's going on. Don't be afraid of making some mistakes because literally everyone's going to forget about it next week. Like, yeah. So, but still be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be careful. Okay. Don't be careful. Just do it. Let's try to um, sum up. You guys have to, um, assist me on this but yeah. uh, we so far we talked about uh, the pandemic obviously made some new cultural changes and how we use our phones and how we just the screens actually and right. a digital presence right and so we see a lot of more lo-fi yeah. content which uh, which is good to utilize for brands in 2021 especially when it's like low maintenance you can you you can have your employees be content creator instead of high skill productions and uh, so it's easy for brands to tap into yeah and then uh, key and platforms we should watch out for could also be gaming for instance gaming is going to be huge Mm, tap into that because we're a lot more on our phones on the screen online and also Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels. Watch over that. I mean, Short you could basically video. see like, yeah, oh, my voice cracked there. Like, hi guys, <laughs> I'm 13. Um, basically, you can see like, usually if a platform is doing extremely well, it's going to permeate through the rest of the platforms because they're going to say, oh, we got to get that. So just keep an eye on those things. Watch mm-hmm. out for what are the big trends in, in maybe one or two platforms. Usually it's going to show up in the other ones. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like LinkedIn stories, you know, like we saw that was huge in Instagram, huge in Snapchat when it first came out. And of course, mm. LinkedIn takes that. Of yeah. course, Facebook takes that. And key learnings would just be keep on trying. Just try. Don't be afraid to try jump on stuff. Try, st- yeah. try stuff. Try stuff out because trends are moving fast. They come and go. And so should your content. Yes, yeah, exactly. And provide your fans and stakeholders with ways of making content mm-hmm. like gift stickers and frameworks and templates give and them tools be, to be created. AR filters. Filters. yes yeah. give them tools uh, so arm them with stuff for your brand and then if you get hardcore you can get some of those tools that actually monitor the web for your brand so you can actually you know use the ugc yeah yeah anything else i also we talked a little bit about it like socially conscious like there's a lot of brands that that'll get more and more into social aspects also as we hit 2030 coming up to 2030 more about the Paris Accord and sort of sustainability discussions. Mm-hmm. A lot of brands will do more of that. So we'll see more socially conscious brands. Um, yeah, what else? I think that's... That's about it, guys. That's about, that's about it. it for Social media trends for 2021. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Great. 
So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys got some good information out of that. And don't forget to subscribe, rate us, give us a thumbs up on wherever you are. Smash that like button. Um, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> There's too many things. Smash everything. Yeah. Just, just like go on your keyboard and just tab on it like this. And hopefully something will happen. But we'll see you guys in the next one. What's the next episode, you? The next episode, we are tapping into... She has no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> We're but tapping into something, you guys. Tapping into something. More something more specific, like how to work with specific brands, industries, as an agency. Use uh, our expertise somehow. Uh, that could be interesting. Right. We are going to talk about a specific industry next time. And you'll just have to wait to hear and about see. that. See. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening and for watching out there in the world. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Peace out. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.